an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. For Captain Zondi and now Warrant Officer Kemp, as he was given promotion shortly after the Winters case was finalised by Colonel Robertson. Both started their day with a case of the missing plane and a report from the prison that Fred Winters is fighting for his life in ICU under armed guard. For Bob Winters, he was not aware of the situation with his brother, but knew that Fred had tried on several occasions to contact him, but the call always failed to be completed. Bob and Jan and Ben Coleman were in the office having a cup of coffee as Jim had taken sick leave to see to his stomach ulcers, having surgery later in the day. Ben Coleman is now Director of Operations for the park and manages the transporting of new animals and manages population dynamics, making sure that the total number of species are in correct proportion to each other. He works with Tulani Butelezi, the Director of Park Veterinary Services, but is also on the Board of Trustees for the Wildlife for Animals Trust Fund. The two are never seen at head office as they work in an office 25 kilometres beyond the forest. Bob takes the call. The call was brief and places the phone back on its hook. Tulani turns to Bob and asks, Anything wrong? Bob replies, well, it is bad news. My brother is in hospital in ICU. He was beaten up badly in the prison. It sounds as if that's what I may have heard the start of on the phone the other day. Prison authorities are under the impression that it was a hit on him from someone on the outside trying to silence him. Tulani replies, will he recover from his injuries or is it touch and go? Bob, his condition is very bad as he may have brain damage. As we all well know, the poaching ring is still active and he could have given critical information to the police after he realized that Robertson had linked him to the kidnapping of Linda, then me and Peter. Ben, well, I don't feel very sympathetic for a man that was willing to destroy his own family in order to secure wealth at the expense of others. Don't get me wrong, he should recover so he can face the consequences of his actions. Far on the other side of the park, under the old oak tree, as usual, is Sky Tandy looking over the park and having long talks with Sunrise, the young leopard. A sudden outburst by the leopard makes everyone take note. In the distance are three large male lions heading in their direction. Before Sky can take control of the situation, the other lionesses follow on as a group headed by Lerato, and following behind are Cindy Siwe, Ntokoza, Lakorna, Nandi, all showing their teeth. The others watch as three male lions seem to turn and run in the other direction. Later it is reported that one of the males was Kifor, the other two are unknown. Lucky for Sky, Rainmaker and Jadu, his two sons, chased out of the pride, were not involved 
in a possible takeover. As young as they are, they would definitely be killed. Lerata and her crew take up position under the tree and show their displeasure at the appearance of the nomadic lions. Skye thanks them for standing by him and protecting the kingdom. Bob once again takes another call. This call is longer and very intense by nature and the tone of his voice told the others that someone was in trouble. Bob, oh my God, he is dead. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.